Support for this podcast comes from Smartwater. Want to get a little more from every sip? Smartwater Alkaline doesn't just taste crisp and pure. It's loaded with everything you need to perform at your best, whether you're running marathons or boardroom meetings. Elevate how you hydrate and pick up a Smartwater Alkaline today. To learn more, visit drinksmartwater.com. Stack the money as high as it comes. Put some in mutual funds. funds. Get to trust with the stocks and bonds. Building wealth for my son. My son. Gold bricks by the ton. Yeah. Equity, here we come. Ooh. Getting bread by the buns. Yeah. Power moves on the run. Ooh. This a different type of income. Uh. This a different type of income. Different. This a different type of income. Yeah. Get the hundreds, then we flip them. This a different type of income. Different. This a different type of income. Ooh. This a different type of income. Yeah. Get your mind right and get some. Good morning, ladies and gentlemen. It's your boy Jay Spence the King, and it is pregame rumblings presented by DraftKings. And I am I'm excited. Y'all should be excited. It's week 18. Everything is on the line. Buffalo Bills at the Miami Dolphins. And look, I'm here to get you ready for it. You know how we do it with pregame pregame rumblings. We're gonna get you ready with our, you know, the things that I see or this week got a special treat. We're gonna have three things that Bruce Nolan seizes keys to victory as uh you know we go into this game it's an important game i thought to get a perspective from bruce would be great to have this week then we're also going to have sarah uh jump in for a hot second and talk about how down in florida if you're going to the miami game and you're going to be tailgating with everybody this is what you should be doing this is these are the places you should be going these are the things you should be expecting it's going to be a lot of fun then i have my special guest my man nikki smokes joining me uh, you know how we always do our banter when it's the the Bills and the the Dolphins game. Then I'm gonna hit you with the the parlay, and we're gonna get on out of here, man, and enjoy the game. I hope everybody enjoys it. Hope everybody's having a great New Year so far. I think it's off to a a funny and a great start overall. Uh, let's get it. Let's get right to it. Hey, football fans, the season is here, so you know that means family, football, and food. But for the NFL's best fan base, it can't be just any food. Bill's Mafia only eats the best during the season. And the best is Picasso's Pizza. With four great locations in Western New York, it's so easy to treat yourself to the most flavorful pizza on game day. Picasso's. We are Buffalo Pizza. Shipping local and nationwide. Order online at picassospizza.net. Hey, Bill's Mafia. It's your girl, Sarah, from Buffalo Rumblings, co-host of Line Again. And I am looking forward to having all of you guys down here in my backyard. If you made the trek here to South Florida, welcome. Uh, I thought it would be great to put a few things together that you might want to know if you are heading to the game tonight to watch the Bills take on the Dolphins. So the, the Bills backers Miami and fans of Buffalo are hosting their annual tailgate. The event is sold out, but you are still more than welcome to come uh, hang out with us. Um, the tailgate will open at 4 p.m. when the bus slot opens. The bus slot is in the back of the yellow lot on the west side of the stadium. You can enter gate 9, 10, or 11 if 11 is open if you are walking. Uh, if you are lucky enough to purchase a yellow parking pass, you can enter gate 10, um, and the bus slot is in the back. Again, there are so many yellow lots uh, at the stadium, so please make sure you are on the west side of the stadium and so you do not have to walk all the way around from the east side. Uh, trust me, it is a long walk. In order to make sure that does not happen, instead of taking the turnpike, 
take University Drive, uh, which is also called Northwest 27th, and that will put you on the west side of the stadium. Parking um, is about 90% advanced purchase only. Um, it might even be 95. Uh, I believe there's only one cash lot that I can think of, uh, and that fills up pretty quickly. Uh, you can Google Miami Dolphins single game parking uh, and look for the Ticketmaster page. There will be a lot of resale sites. Uh, right now, there are still some um, that are specifically from the, the Dolphins or Hard Rock. Um, so head over to the Ticketmaster page. Those are your cheapest options. They're $25 and it's lot uh, 42 and 44. Um, both lots are about a mile walk. 44 is a little bit further than 42. Um, but just to know 44 is a no tailgate lot. Most of the lots that you will purchase um, in advance are no tailgating lots. Um, so if you do not plan on joining the Bills Backer Miami and Fans of Buffalo tailgate, um, you will not be able to tailgate in lot 44. Um, again, those are $25 lots. Um, and it's a, about a mile walk um, to the stadium from, from those two lots. Uh, again, the tailgate is sold out, as I mentioned before, but it is an open party. There will be 800 plus people there um, in that uh, bus lot. There will be no alcohol or food sales, though. So if you do not have your own wristband, which you have purchased from the Bills backers or fans of Buffalo, um, they will not have alcohol or food as single sale. So please make sure you bring your own. Uh, I will be parking in the yellow lot myself and making sure that I am fully stocked of food and drinks, um, which I suggest you, you do as well. Uh, lot 10 and the bus lot are pretty much dirt, rocks, and very little grass. So this one's for the ladies. Ladies, make sure you uh, have the right shoes on. I know we all like to, to look cute and whatnot, but I've seen plenty of women take a spill um, because they decided to try to come in heels and look cute. Um, it's not the lot to do that in. Um, it is expected to rain in the morning, which also means that it could be still very uh, kind of muddy uh, in those lots too. So be prepared for all of that. Uh, right now, the rain is only expected in the morning. It is not expected to rain um, at game time, but it is South Florida. I can promise you it will be sunny one moment and raining the next. So just be prepared. Um, also, many of you that's been here before the last couple of years are used to our 100 degree games. It is not that. It is not going to be anywhere near that. The high on Sunday is 75 and that is in the morning before it rains. Um, as it starts to rain, it's going to start to drop. And after it stops raining, a cold front is coming in. So by game time, it's supposed to be cloudy and about 62 degrees. Sun will be down. There will be a, uh, a pretty good breeze and um, only getting colder from there. So I know my uh, my northern blood has uh, thinned out and I have that new uh, South Florida blood. Um, but I can promise you it can get 
a little chilly. So be prepared, bring a jacket or hoodie or something just in case. Um, again, I hope, you know, all this information is helpful. Can't wait to see everybody Sunday. Make sure you come and find me and introduce yourselves. Be loud, Bills Mafia. Uh, let's take the stadium over. And as always, go Bills. Imagine waking up to a world that's as clear as your dreams. With Zeiss Smile technology, this is your reality. At Fichte, Endel, and Elmer Eye Care, our mission is your vision. Conducted by a team of expert surgeons leveraging leading edge technology, our procedure is safeguarded, swift, and tailored to your eye care needs. Say goodbye to the limits of glasses or contacts. Embrace a world where your vision keeps pace with your life's aspirations. Contact us today at 800-309-2020 or visit us online at ficta.com. At Ficta Endel and Elmer Eye Care, we are focused on you. The first thing that I think would be really important for the Buffalo Bills to do against the Miami Dolphins is something they have not shown the inclination to want to do recently under Ken Dorsey or Joe Brady on the offensive side of the ball, and that's use play action in significant quantities. Against the Miami Dolphins defense, Lamar Jackson was nine completions out of 10 attempts for 159 yards and three touchdowns. Absolutely shredded the Miami Dolphins defense with play action. The Buffalo Bills have been sub-30% usage in play action for much of Josh Allen's last two years. And if ever there was a time to use it in a significant fashion, this would be the time. 44% of Lamar Jackson's dropbacks against the Miami Dolphins were play action. On the opposite side of the ball, Miami Dolphins quarterback Tua Tungavaloa is 10th worst in the NFL in passer rating under pressure amongst all quarterbacks with 50 or more dropbacks this year. The only players worse than him are Zach Wilson, Tyson Bajant, Sam Howell, Ryan Tannehill, P.J. Walker, Bryce Young, Mac Jones, Daniel Jones, and Jimmy Garoppolo. Those are the only players worse than Tua under pressure in passer rating this year. You have to make him move. You have to say, Tua, We'd like you to be a playmaker. We'd like you to go out there, make plays off script, make second reaction plays, under pressure, defeat a guy, make a man miss, go make a play. Tua has been an effective, accurate quarterback, but you need to ask him to do things that he is not comfortable doing. Making those second reaction plays off of schedule, off of script. Make him move off the spot. Take away the first read. And one of the ways you do that is by seeding throws in your defensive scheme that he doesn't want to make. Every defense has a weakness. You are essentially giving the quarterback certain options that are going to be easier on that play than others. The types of throws that you want to give to a are the types of throws he doesn't want to make. Intermediate throws outside the numbers that require him to drive the ball across the hash marks. This is the type of throw that you want to give him to make, especially given the fact that you have banged up receivers for the Miami Dolphins. You don't want to let him sit down and throw vertical routes against your defense because he can do it. You want to make him drive intermediate throws outside the numbers. You don't want him to throw at the middle of the field, and you don't want him to throw it deep. You want him to try to drive intermediate throws. Say, Tua, here's a honey hole shot. Go ahead and make it. Because when you don't 
want to make those throws because you don't have elite level arm strength, then because of that, you need elite level anticipation. And if you're split second off, perhaps because you're under pressure, for example, then those throws become interceptions. They become throws you don't want to make. Put something on the menu that he has a distaste for. So that's what I want to see from the Buffalo Bills on offense in play action and what I'd like to see from the Buffalo Bills on defense in regards to coverages. It's time for the King's Ransom Same Game Parlay segment presented by DraftKings Sportsbook. Let's make some money. Here comes the money. Here we go. Money talk. Here comes the money. So y'all know when y'all hear them rings and things, it's time for the King's Ransom Same Game Parlay where I hook up with everybody over at DraftKings Sportsbook and we try to get you involved and get you some extra money in your pockets. I know it was just a holiday season, so I know we could all use a little bit of extra cash in our pockets. Now, this is not a guaranteed thing to hit. This is not, you know, I can't say that it's been guaranteed. I haven't been 100% this season, but I've been been pretty good. You know, I've been pretty good. My record is a little bit better than the Buffalo Bills. I'll tell you what that is. I'm, I'm not struggling to make the playoffs if it was based on that. But this is this is where we're going to go this week with the Kings Ransom same game parlor. We're going plus 420. I'm going to say Josh Allen, plus 250 passing yards. Stephon Diggs. We're going to figure it out this week with that connection. We're not going to have any drop passes over five and a half receptions. We're going to get back on track with it. And then I tell you what, our defense is really like that. And I think I'm confident going into this game, we're going to hold Tariq Hill to under 92 and a half receiving yards. And I'm going to tell you why for all three. Josh Allen is, you know, we've had a couple of games in a row now where Josh has kind of struggled, where it seems like he's had some underthrows. It seems like he has some, look, all of that doesn't matter. This week, the division is up for grabs. And Miami is the team that Josh seems to find himself. Anytime, it doesn't matter. His rookie year all the way up until now, he has great games against Miami. Um, it's very rare that he plays bad against Miami, even in Miami. So I'm going to go with Josh Allen having another good day. Uh, Tariq Hill, look, it's not a secret that uh, he's one of the quickest and fastest and uh, just he's overall one of the best wide receivers uh, to play the game. But listen, go back and look at Tariq Hill's performance against the Buffalo Bills. He's had a couple, and I know everybody think about the, the 13 seconds game and that big play. You are right. But go and look at all the other games. Go and look around those games. Look at the previous game. Uh, and you'll see that the Buffalo Bills do a pretty good job of holding Tariq Hill to under uh, big blow-up numbers or even from having, you know, multiple touchdowns that really uh, matter against us. The issue with Tariq Hill with, for the Bills is when he was paired up <laughs> with a tight end down in Kansas City that's one of the greatest of all time, and it was difficult to cover both. And I know uh, Miami, they also have Jalen Waddle, but it's just a little bit different. Um, I, I, the, the talent level is, is a little bit different with, with Travis Kelsey was, uh, with Patrick Mahomes and Tariq Hill versus what Jalen Waddle is with Tariq Hill. And it, it's just not the same. And then, like I mentioned, my man, Stefan Diggs, over five and a half receptions. He hasn't been as involved. The bills have found ways to win without Stefan Diggs being the focal point of the offense. I think going into the playoffs, you have to get your guy involved. There's a lot of speculation about whether he might be injured. Uh, he seems to take himself out of games a little bit more often than we're used to seeing from Stefan Diggs. I don't know if that's the, the truth or not, 
we don't know. Nobody knows but Stefan Diggs and the Buffalo Bills. But what I do know is going into the playoffs, if you're going to, you're going to get this number two seed, right? Let's go ahead and get it. You also want to get it in a way that makes a statement. You want to let defenses know. Yeah, you got to come to Buffalo first. And on top of having to come to Buffalo, we're, we're like that. This offense is ready to put, we're ready to put 25 to 35 on your head the entire time. So let's get it one more time. So for plus 420, Josh Allen plus 250, Tariq Hill under 92 and a half receiving yards, and Stefan Diggs over five and a half receptions. That's the King's Ransom same game parlay. Now I do have to say, uh, and you know, we never like to we never really like to talk about certain things in a way, but we do have to care about you. And we want you to know if you have a gambling problem. 1 800 Gambler, you can call or visit 1 800 Gambler.net. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY, that's 467-369. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. You can call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. All right, ladies and gentlemen, I got my brother, my dog. I know some of y'all don't like him, but I love him. It's my guy, Nikki Smokes, representing the Miami Dolphins, the, the, the scrubs we about to beat up on today. What's up, Nikki? <laughs> What's well, good, my brother? Thank you for having me on. Uh, it's been a while. Last time I was on here, I said a lot of things, and uh, those things didn't happen. So hopefully this time when I run my mouth, those things will happen. You know, it's just funny because it's like, so now I know, and, and really I didn't even think of it before doing the show. I should have thought of what the bet could be. But the, the real issue I have is not that the things you said would happen didn't happen. You you reneged on the bet, man. You were supposed to wear that Poyer jersey to the game. I'm not even going to the game. <laughs> no, the last one, you were supposed to wear that Poyer jersey. How? We made the bet after, no? Or was that before the season? Oh, that was... Le- we we did a preseason and then like base I forget what it was based on I gotta go back and run it back but either way it don't matter we, we yeah. gonna come up either with one way, this weekend. it was a weird bet like that didn't make any sense I mean I think the Dolphins losing was well, part of it so I we'll thought see. I was gonna be able to go to more games but yeah, like yeah. with my job like I was the only game I got to go to was Christmas because I had Christmas break mm-hmm. yeah so it, going it, at, let's yeah. talk about that. Well, let's talk about that though, man. Because and last time we talked, actually, I, I will say no. The last time you were on is when you first got this job, actually. So yeah, you just you know, and so that's been a few months now, basically the season. So so you're you're season in now, man. Like you know, it's not a full year, but a full season. How, how you feeling, man? What's up? Like from a work perspective? Yeah. Uh dude, I love it there. I mean, I've never been happier. Um, now it's not as easy as it looks. Like everyone just thinks, oh, you just talk about sports or hop on a camera, you do this, you do that. But it's a lot that you got to kind of just figure out on your own. There's no reporting. There's no milestones you need to hit. There's no, hey, we want these topics covered. It's kind of you show up, you got to figure out what you want to talk about, what you think will work. You got to make your own this, edit your own that. So that's also been kind of an adjustment, too, because prior to that, you know, I really just covered the Dolphins. And now it's more so I got to cover more things and talk about more things that I never even thought about, like including my personal life or how I like to go out and have fun and do this. Like before, the only content I ever put out was really just the Dolphins, and now it's more so Dolphins, lifestyle, um, what's going on in the company. It's just – it's been all mm-hmm. – it's been completely different, but it's been amazing. I love it. Uh, the people I work with are fantastic. So, I mean, I've got nothing but good things to say about it. 
Good stuff, man. The last thing I'll ask about about this, I feel like um, for me, it's been fun to watch because I've again, you and I have um, we've connected prior to this, so like I've I've been able to watch the trajectory of your career at this point to where like like you said, it was all Dolphins content, and it was like you know people got upset with you, but it was about you being a Dolphins fan. And it was about what you said about other teams. Now there's a, a interest in who Nikki smokes it. it like it's, it's changed right. to where, yeah, we're a Dolphins fan. So I'm, I'm a follow Nikki, but it's also like, yo, there's an interest about who Nikki is. And, and like, I'm seeing all of the other tweets that we won't talk about right now that we can talk about off air. That's fun. But you, you know, you, uh, you've mingled with some bills fans that had nothing to do with it being Buffalo bills football and, right. and, and Dolphins. So how has that adjustment for you been? That's probably my favorite part of the adjustment, to be honest with you. When I first got hired, everyone was kind of like, well, like, what are you going to do here? Like, are you just going to talk about the Dolphins? And I just said, well, yeah, I'm going to talk about the Dolphins, but I'm also going to just be myself, show my personality. And when you guys bring me on the shows, like, I'll just, I'll just be me. And that's resonated with a lot of people. And it's given me opportunities to mingle with rival fans and do this and do that. So, I mean, it's just been great. Don't get me wrong, the Dolphins will always be number one in my heart, but it does feel good to where it's not like every tweet I have to – not every tweet I post has to be about the Dolphins. So, like, mm -hmm. in July, in fucking April or whatever, like, when the season's dead, it's not like, oh, I have nothing to talk about anymore. Like, now I could just go talk about other stuff and just keep things rolling because you know how it is. Like, mm -hmm. after the Super Bowl, February, March, April, May, June – halfway through july it's just it's like dead season you know yeah. like the diehards care but the the numbers ain't there like you know people are out there on the beach on july out there in june like they don't really care as much yeah. as you know like the guys talking about the team do so it's just nice that i don't have to be 100 percent football in this upcoming off season yeah man no, i love that for you man and so again i know i've said it a thousand times but yo congratulations man i love to i love to see it keep growing keep beasting and doing your thing so let's talk now now let's be enemies for a minute like you know all forget right, all this like friend that. stuff forget yeah. all that yo so y'all and i'm talking about dolphins fans at this point like all season y'all been talking so much shit and y'all had a lead on on the afc east and y'all like just everything was going y'all way y'all had the best offense in the league that we've seen in probably 80 years you've had like i can just list things one after another after another what the hell happened dude like y'all fell apart and now it's all or nothing it's the indian burial ground curse i've said it before i'll say it again it doesn't strike in september it strikes in december were we talking shit? Yes, absolutely. We were supposed to. We should be. You guys would have did the yeah. same thing. There was one point when the Miami Dolphins were minus 2,500 to win the AFC East. And now we're three-point underdogs at home in week 18. So am I nervous? Yes. I'm not going to sit here and cap and lie and put up this front. But I do still think this team will win the game. But we'll get there later to answer your original question. I mean, just injuries. And I, I hate using that as an excuse, but... It is what it is. Like, you know how it is. When your best guys aren't playing, other guys, yes, they have to step up, but that doesn't necessarily mean that those guys are capable of stepping up and filling those shoes. And I feel like that's what we've been seeing with the Dolphins. It, and you know what? And it's been one of those things. It's been interesting for me to watch because as a, as a Bills fan, Dolphins fans have been telling us for years, like, y'all can't use injuries as an excuse. You can't. And I'm not saying that now to throw it back like you can't use injuries. The fact is, it just is what it is. When you go into a game and you know you have Tariq Hill, Jalen Waddle, and whoever else you have on offense. You're not playing. It's like, 
Tyree Kill, Jalen Waddle versus Braxton Berrios and Cedric Wilson, that's going to give you a different outcome. Like, it, it, mm -hmm. that's just, it is what it is. Yeah, every time. So so now going into this game, there's a lot of questions around like injuries, man. That, that injury report looked like a CVS receipt, bro. Like it's it's bad. So um, we don't know the availability of everybody as of the, the time yeah. that this podcast released this morning. But Jalen Waddle has been questionable. He had a couple do not practice or he didn't practice throughout the week at certain points. Um, there's been some stuff with Tariq Hill. Let's talk about the injuries first, though. With that being the case, a game like this, the Bills are getting healthy. Like, this is the first year since Josh has been quarterback where I'm like, holy crap, we're actually getting guys back in December to make a playoff run. So going into this game, you mentioned you're, you're confident that you'll win. You're a little nervous, but how do you feel that with these injuries, how do you feel that the game plan has to adjust for Mike McDaniels? Well, I feel like Jalen Ramsey just has to shadow Stephon Diggs all day. If we go out there with Eli Apple trying to guard Stephon Diggs, Josh Allen's going to throw for 445 yards. I have, there's just no way around it. Um, I'm going to leave the whole game plan up to Vic Fangio, but that's the only thing that I want to see defensively is Jalen Ramsey following digs because Xavier Howard's on that injury report. I don't think he's going to play. I hope he plays, but I did see a report that Eli Apple is expected to start on Sunday. So that's my biggest concern. And the only way you can mask that is by having Jalen follow stuff on. Yeah, no, see now my concern with that is, and, um, and I'm sure Bills fans have already been in your mentions to say this enough. You know, the last time that that Ramsey and Diggs went up against each other, Diggs ate his lunch, man, and like several times. So it's like I, I know I like that that's that probably though. the best. I like that. Let me get my like lick that? back. Let me get my lick back. Okay. Well, I hope so because I mean, like for me, I'm hoping so. To, so it's a good game. Like you know, um, the last the last time that we saw each other in what was it, week four or week five? Yeah, week four. It, the anticipation was there, but the game didn't turn yeah. out like either of us won it. Like, yeah, if Bills fans were happy because we won, but it just it wasn't the game we all expected. I'm really right. hoping for that. This time. Like, I want drama. I wanted to come down to the fourth. I want to be like freaking out. And it, I, I enjoy those games. And I think as as Bills fans and as Miami fans, like to go into the playoffs with this energy. Like, can you imagine? Right. Like, just this is what I want tonight, man. That's that's the game I want. And we're kind of in the same spot that we were in last year. If you remember, the Dolphins got cold in December. It was a flip. We came mm -hmm. into Buffalo, and everyone said we were going to get curb stomped. And then we were up. And if we just ran the damn ball on the 30-yard line, we probably would have stole a game in Buffalo. Josh Allen comes down, and you guys hit a game-winning field goal in the snow, and that was that. Yeah. And I think we're, yeah, we're, so I think we're in the same spot because no one, no one thinks the Dolphins have a chance in this game. Not one person in the national media is talking about the Dolphins anymore. It's all about Buffalo. So I like that. Well, I think so for me, and not, now I'm not a conspiracy theorist, but I will say I said this weeks ago. So there was there about like week seven or eight. I was like, you know what? Things ain't looking the way it's supposed to look to Bills. <laughs> like this might not be the season that I was hoping it's going to be. Then you started to see like Joe Burrow get injured and you see Kirk Cousins go down and you see. So I'm looking at all the quarterbacks and I'm like, there's no way that the NFL is going to have a playoff without star power at quarterback. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, so yeah, Mahomes is there. You're going to have Tua. But when you're out, the other guys that I mentioned and more. It's like, okay, we got it. There's no way Josh Allen won't be in the playoffs. And that's what I said a few weeks ago, and then it just started to turn around. So, you know, it is what it is. Again, I'm not a conspiracy theorist, but I do really feel like the NFL has to they, – they know, like, dude, it's the playoffs. People want to see Josh Allen and, and Patrick Mahomes. People want to see Tua versus whoever. They don't want to see – 
I don't even know who half these backups are at this point. Like, they don't want to see like Jake Browning or whoever. Yeah, I get that. Yeah, so I so I do feel like it goes that way sometimes, man. No, I mean, it, at the end of the day, sports are entertainment. As much as we think the game is true and yep. all that good stuff, it's not. It's not like they set things up. The, the amount of money that's bet on games, that's why you get so many questionable calls. Again, some people call it conspiracy theorists. I just call it how I see it. I, I, th- yeah. I think it's all rigged, which could be in your favor unless the whole entire world bets on the Buffalo Bills this week. Then I think you might be in trouble. Well, so now, so let's let's get back to that point. Tyreek Hill, this week, um, he's had a lot going on off the field. And not bad stuff that most people would like to try to dump him for. He had a fire. Uh, the report came out that I, I believe his son or one of, one of the kids in the house was playing with a lighter, accidentally lit the house on fire. Major stuff, right? So um, he didn't practice, I believe, Thursday. And then there's just been some uncertainty. I know he's playing. But how much of a distraction can this week be for him? No, I mean, absolutely. I mean, look, we all look at them as NFL players. But at the end of the day, they're just like us. If your house burnt down or if my apartment got burnt down and, oh, I still got to wake up and go to work tomorrow. Well, what bed am I sleeping in? What hotel do I got to book? What got burnt? What do I have to rebuy? What do I have to find? It's, just, it's so much going on. And it's a, it's a huge distraction. And on top of that, if you saw the aerial footage that they had of Tyreek Hill, he was Man. in a boot. He was in a boot, yeah. like talking to his wife. So not only did his house burn down, he's still battling that ankle injury. It's I don't, it's just not good. I'm not, I'm not going to lie. I don't like it at all. I think it's going to be a huge distraction. And it wouldn't surprise me if he doesn't have a big game. Well, that's the thing that scares me. So on the other hand, I'm like, nah. <laughs> this is all going off. He's going to want to take his aggression out somewhere. <laughs> like, I, I just don't want him that, to turn around and be like, you know what? Let me just go lay it all on the field. And that's what I feel like is going to happen. And Tariq Hill in the past has had huge games against the Bills in big moments, especially in the playoffs. So with this being a space going into the playoffs, I don't want to see that from him, man. Like, I, I And then if Waddle don't play, you know they're going to just – they're going to feed him, and I don't want that. Right. Well, I mean, Tyreek will play no matter what on Sunday. I'm confident in yeah, that. Yeah. But if something were to happen and he can't play and Waddle don't play, I mean, I, I, they might as well reflex the game to one o'clock and pick someone else. <laughs> I was shocked at the boot though, because and I know it's, he's probably it's just a precaution, I'm sure. But you know, I thought since the injury ha- initially happened, I thought that you could kind of see that he's better now. I, I didn't know he was still struggling with that. Is that something that's been um, a concern for Dolphins fans recent, like since then? Yeah, I mean, not a concern for us Dolphins fans. You know, we kind of just wake up, check the injury report, we're like, oh, he's playing great. But I'm sure it's been a concern in the locker room and with Tyreek Hill himself because he tried to give it a go. Who do we play? I think it was the Jets. Yeah, it was the Jet. No, we beat the team oh, up. Oh yeah, pretty good. it was a Thursday game too, if I remember correctly. I remember he tried to come out and warm up. And yeah, he tried to come out. He tried to give yeah. it a go, and Tua was like, "Don't worry about it. We got him." And we went out there. Jalen Waddle had a great game. And that was that. But Jalen Waddell ends up hurting his ankle the week after. We haven't had him the last two weeks. And Tyreek Hill is basically playing on one and a half legs. All right, man. Well, let's get to it. What, what are you, you – you confident you're going to win? Tell me how this game is going to go. What's your, what's your score prediction or how do, you, how do you see it playing out? I think it's going to be a very low-scoring game. I think Buffalo does a great job at getting at Tua, putting a lot of pressure on him. 
And if Jalen Waddle doesn't play, I know Tyreek Hill's amazing. I'm sure he will do big things in this game or at least make some type of big play that will impact it, even if his stats aren't so inflated. Uh, but I see the Dolphins winning a very low-scoring game. I got us winning 21-20 at home. Wow, that, that's a game, and that's drama. That would be yeah. um, I would be pissed off about the the result, but I would love the fact that the game went that way. So I'm going a little bit opposite, obviously. Um, not too crazy though. I, I'm I'm kind of along the same lines as you. I think it's going to be a defensive game, um, and I think it's a because of the injuries that we're talking about. But then I also think I just think that this is going to look like a completely different matchup from week four is not going to be the explosive so. just well yeah i know you hope so <laughs> <laughs> i hope that Dig, i hope that Diggs wakes up though um i know a lot of a lot of people have been complaining about his lack of production over the last several weeks listen it's not because they're not trying to get him the ball man and josh has underthrown him a bit recently he has to fix that but they're trying to get that dude the ball so you know i'm hoping that Diggs wakes up and has a big day but i'm i'm going kind of close to you i'm i'm little more points i'm going with like 27 24 type type game but yeah it's i think it's gonna be one of those games and i think you know i think tua comes out hot in the first quarter you know so the bills will have to figure out how to slow those guys down for the second half so i, I think i think bills fans are going to be frustrated in the first half but I, I think we'll pull it out and uh catch that number two seed i can't wait to play y'all in the playoffs actually no i can't wait to make y'all not be in the playoffs that's what i want that that's like the <laughs> that's what do they call the cherry on top? When that would be the cherry on top. Two seed and then we don't even have to see on the playoffs. That's what I want. That's it's gonna I be want. great when we win. It's gonna be great when we win the two seed and then I get to say, "Yo, smoke, come back on" because we got the playoff show to do. <laughs> that's what's gonna be great. So, look, why don't you plug your stuff, man? Let everybody. I know everybody should know where you're at, but let everybody know what you got going yeah. on. Um, and then, like you said, the, the season's over too. So let them know about some some playoff plans that you might have coming up too. Yeah, absolutely. So, I mean, if you guys don't know already, um, I'm on Twitter all the time, at Nikki Smokes. I haven't really done much with uh, YouTube lately because I'm going to rebrand it a little bit. It's going to be more lifestyle and a balance of sports and, you know, just like basic life shit. Um, but that's going to be on the same channel. And right now it's called Nikki Smoke Shop, but it's going to get all rebranded, all renamed. So check it out now. And then, yeah, that's pretty much it. But if the Dolphins go to the playoffs, I ain't doing nothing because I have to stick, go to the office and I have to watch every Dolphins playoff game on the stream, and it's non-negotiable. Man, that's I guess that's the one part about your job that might not that's be the, the only best. thing you know, I don't like. like. Yeah, because it's like you can't go to the games. You have to be there for work, and you have to be a part of because that that is part of the job. Like people enjoy watching your guys' reactions and and all that stuff. So I get it, man. But that I don't know if that part of the job would be one that I would be so that would that would make me that would make me hesitant. That would make me hesitant. Yeah, but at the end of the day, it's not as bad as I thought. Like, I'm an adrenaline junkie. I love being at the games, don't get me wrong. But what I get to do on a day-to-day -day basis throughout the week, and all my only punishment is that I have to sit on a couch and watch football all day, <laughs> I'm fine with that. I'll live with that. Yeah, no, I feel you, man. Hey, ladies and gentlemen, my guy, Nikki Smokes, make sure y'all go follow him. Go, go check him out. And again, he's not just talking about the Dolphins now so you can you can show him some love go follow him <laughs> go check him out hey Nikki man good luck today to y'all guys man I hope we smack y'all well thank you and thank you for having me on and I hope we actually break your heart and make Buffalo eat wings for the next eight weeks drink a lot of beer and then make you I guys mean, go shovel your snow and be miserable 
we're gonna do that either way. We're gonna be eating wings <laughs> and drinking beers. <laughs> it don't even matter. Yeah, even I, matter. I, was but, hey. saying, I was like, wait, this is not a punishment for that. Like, this isn't that. Yeah, like, like that's yeah, a actually, good. Thing. I, I would prefer that. I might order some wings today for the game. <laughs> So, ladies and gentlemen, go Bills. Y'all have a good day. And y'all know this is pregame rumbling, so pregame properly. Don't drink and drive. Get an Uber. Love each other. Take care of each other and live in peace, man. Y'all have a good day. Go Bills. Oh.